So guys, something really bad happened today. Happy Monday, first of all, but Link got snapped at by another dog. She's resting right now next to me if you're on visual. And a little stupid, little stupid dog. (laughs) Idiot dog. I hate that dog. Oh my god. Uh, like at Link, a yapper, a yapper, and I didn't think anything happened. This is the first time anything's really happened with Link like this, and I didn't check right away. I should have. Um, but we got home after the, her W A L K, and she has like a little gash gash thing. on her. I guess that would be like her temple, kind of her eyebrow. Yeah, like her eyebrow is kind of sick. Um, it wasn't like gushing blood or anything, so I'm not like too concerned. Like I don't, she doesn't need stitches, nothing like that. I'm being dramatic. What am I not? But and you cleaned it. Yeah, you cleaned it. It'll scab up in like a day. She's not acting weird or anything, but I'm really mad at that dog. Should we find it? It lives in this building, so I was thinking like knock on doors. Should we post signs? Beware of attack dog. Attack dog on the loose (laughs) in the building. Oh my I could God. draw it. I draw just like a weird ass. <laughs> it was like an Australian shepherd. I thought those dogs were cool and smart, but clearly they're rude and dumb. <laughs> I'm all of so them. sorry. Like, so she's been resting all day. She's traumatized. She's traumatized. She literally didn't even know it happened. No, she did. Because when we got home, she like, right when I took off her harness, she like nosedived on the carpet, I think uh, to like touch like it. itch it or itch something. It, yeah. yeah. But she's okay. She's fine. It was so hard. And then we went to a cafe and another dog, not even close to her. We were like 10 feet away. Right when we were barely walking through the doors of the cafe, it was like, oh my God. And like, that was so good. (laughs) (laughs) It was really good. Um, Link's like, she's never gotten a dog fight. Like she's not like a, dog that i would say dogs are afraid of no but today the world is out to get linked today so everybody put your hands in the air for link oh oh are you okay mom she's okay anyway not the point rant over i just had to get that off my chest it's really honestly afterwards it really upset me because like link is so non-confrontational and like I wouldn't have known it happened if I didn't look at her face. Like she doesn't bounce back when dogs are mean to her. Yeah. Like, she how just did she like, react? She just like, she just away. like, went, like cocked her head back and like turned and walked away. Aww. Like she's just, she's so she's mature. Like, I don't want to fight. She's so mature for her age guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many weeks is five years? I'm going to start saying. <laughs> Wait, 52 50, times yeah, five. 52 times five. Oh my God. That's like over 250 f- something. 52 times five. Yeah, she's 260 weeks old. Please start saying I want to start saying that. Good girl. Happy birthday. It's not her birthday. Um, Doesn't matter. I'm not even tripping. So, hello. <laughs> happy Monday. We're back. Um, This past week, we went to CardCon, and we have been so eager to tell you guys about oh, how it went. I'm still thinking about it. No, me too. I keep just, like, looking at, like, the footage on my phone. Right now, The I, I vlog the whole thing, too. Um, I just said I vlogged the whole thing. I vlogged the whole thing too and it's getting edited um so that will be out soon but i've just been like looking at the footage and like oh i'm still in a high about it it was the mm-hmm. coolest thing ever um little backstory we've mentioned a few times before i can't put on my hood with these fat ass headphones um towards the end of season two 
I'd love to like re-listen to the episode. I don't even remember like why we started talking about it, but we were just like, dude, I wonder how cards are made. Like, I would love to see that factory. Like, I wonder what the bicycle deck factory looks like. And as a lot of you know, because you are a part of this story as well, um, y'all hit up bicycle on Instagram, totally spammed the shit out of them, respected, respectedly. And um, they hit us up like a few weeks after and they're like, hey, it's been brought to our attention several times <laughs> that, uh, you know, your listeners wanted us to know that you guys are big fans and we appreciate your support. Like, we'd love to hop on a call. So we hopped on a call with two lovely people over at Bicycle. If you guys are listening, I love you. Hi. Hello. Um, Chris and Andrea. And we, the call wasn't even like, it wasn't even like a business call. It was just like, hi, we're I, big I love fans. You. <laughs> and they were like, thank you. Like, they were like, we figure we should like kind of uh, start some sort of relationship with you guys as far as. Um, I don't know, getting to know you and like, you guys are clearly big fans Yeah, and it kind of just like went from there. We built this relationship with this amazing company that we have loved for our whole lives. Thanks to you guys. Honestly, Completely. they were like, it was funny. They were like, um, can you like respectfully tell your fan base to stop, stop hitting <laughs> us up? <laughs> because like we've started this conversation and like we could take it from here. Right. But, um, it's been great. We've talked to them on and off for this past, like, what, year or Damn so, year, right? Uh, maybe, like, eight months. I'm yeah, something like there. that. Yeah. Um, and CardCon is something that they've been working on in the back end for the same amount of time, honestly. And they invited us, and they had us come out. It was the first ever CardCon, and it was it was cool because it was... You could tell they were like testing the waters mm -hmm. and they were trying to see like what would work, what what didn't. And they a big part of it was like us as goers to give our feedback. And it's going to be cool to see like where they go from here on out. They're basically just going to be like growing CardCon. They're expanding so much. They've um, they've changed so much. They're like in a big growth phase, the company itself. Which is so funny because the company is like a kajillion years old. Like right. cards have been around since like the dinosaur times and they're still evolving. Evolving. Yeah. And like, I, I just respect that so much as like a brand. I feel like so many brands will get stuck in their ways and they're like, I don't, this is how it works. It works for us. And it does work for brands. Like some brands can just stay the way they have always been but bicycle is like they're so eager to look forward yeah and and grow i mean even the last day of card con they straight up asked the crowd like what do you guys want to see next year like mm -hmm. that feedback is something i mean we implement that in the podcast a lot like that's something we value as you know business owners ourselves like not, nowhere near as big as bicycle but like it's so important to get that feedback and we really respected that they did that and I mean, they've even broken into the NFT space like tremendously more yeah. than a lot of brands. And it's just it's so cool to see and now have faces to these brilliant brains mm -hmm. that are just putting so much work into keeping this brand going and evolving, but still really, you know, dancing around their core, which is that deck, the 52 cards, just I guess 56 with like the extra little cards. But right. um. It's just, it's just cool that there's so much to come from just this one product. And that's really what we saw at CardCon. I mean, we were there, we were there and we were kind of nervous to be honest. Like, as you'll see in the vlog, like going into it, we were like, what, like, what is this going to be? Like, 
we're so out of place right now. Like this is obviously the first time we've ever done anything with this passion of ours, which is cards. It's usually just something done on our dining table between the two of us, maybe a third person, like, or like a drinking game. And we're walking into this with like no magic background, which was a big Mm -hmm. part of it too. Like no cardistry, no, not even big gamblers over here. Like, you know, like we're we're just just, game players. We just play cards. And I think that's why it was cool to see that who they usually work with is a lot of card cardistry people, magicians, and they know that that's like their core group that they've always worked with. And I think that's why they had us come is because we kind of are introducing as far as like social media and content side of it, we're introducing this whole other um, group of people that use bicycle playing cards in like the way that we do which is like you said, just sitting on our dining room table. And one thing that they like, why they are, um, they have this relationship with us is to kind of use that side of it and like market more on that end. Because like I said, they're so used to marketing to magicians and cardistry people. And they're kind of, it's cool because we're us and then them we're kind of like working off of each other and finding out like how we can market together to this whole new industry which is really cool yeah it's it's interesting to have this be a part of like our job now when it was just a passion all along but I mean I love it isn't that the goal make your passion your job I'm living the dream right now so it, it was so cool we like I said we were nervous but almost immediately once we started you know just shaking hands to be completely honest with these people and just like feeling the energy of the room we were like these are our people are our people this this is it like this is this is what it means this is what people mean when like you find your your people like yeah i I don't know another word to, to describe it but one that i said multiple times over the weekend was like usually when alex and i are out and like or is that that, is that that point of the night where you're just kind of like forcing yourself to stay out because like everybody else is still out. We very much just want to come home and play cards. That's, that's what we, even when we're having a hard day, hard day at work and it's like, we're both kind of like taking a break in the middle of the day. We're like, do you want to play cards rather than being on our phones? Or if we've, you know, it's a Sunday and we've been like watching movies all day. We're like, okay, after this movie, we need to stop. We need to play cards. Like we need to, it's, it's a wind down. It's a wind down and just kind of disconnect and, it's the one thing for my brain, one of few things that like I could really just focus on that and I'm not focusing on other things because it's it's so many senses. It's visual, it's strategic, no matter what game you're playing, it's physical, you're touching the cards. There's like so many details on the cards that I still discover every time I pick up a deck of cards. It, it's just, There's just so much going on that I'm not thinking about anything else and it's, it's meditation at that point. It's oh, yeah. therapeutic. But there was a point this weekend where... Like that was kind of like it was after a certain um, show because they had like different people go up, do magic, do like show new decks. There's so much cool stuff. But it was kind of like a lull in the day, like a little break. And we were like, do you want to go play cards? And it and was like, acceptable. It was acceptable. <laughs> it wasn't like we're hermiting and like running away from the crowd. Like everybody's going to go play cards. So we went and played cards and we, we actually learned a whole new game called Nerds, which is so fun. It's like a. Like kind of solitary like solitary almost kind of malicious malice but with multiple people and fast-paced very fast-paced and like just I don't really know how to explain it but it's really fun if, if you are able to pick up I, I don't even think you need the nerds deck to do it 
um, you could just use like everybody just has their own deck. So as many decks as people you're playing with and it's such a fun game. We'll, we'll probably explain how to play it. I'm sure on a, a vlog very soon, but um, yeah, we went and played cards and then just like met people, met <laughs> people. Um, one thing that I've been thinking about a lot is how usually in so social settings, I kind of do have this like switch in my head where I go into it and I'm like, okay, this is a social setting. I kind of have to like put on a different face. Sure. And I usually find that I feel like I have to morph myself to other like social situations and like groups of people. To like blend in. To blend in. Mm -hmm. And this was the one like situation in probably my entire life where I went into it and I didn't feel like I have to like morph. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I have to, I had to like put on that switch. Mm -hmm. And I felt so like, hundred percent comfortably me we made like literally day one I could cry no we made like I literally everyone cried when we were there yeah like everyone was so welcoming and yeah. we made lifelong friends Absolutely. this past weekend with like and like how comfortable we all were and how it was like almost an unspoken thing how close we all got yes. and like I don't know. It was just, it was comfortable. I felt like we could be a hundred percent ourselves. We found our people. Yes. Completely. Perfectly said it. And I've even noticed that being the theme of feedback that like even other people's captions are saying, mm -hmm. like seeing other people that we met that are posting, they're like, this weekend was like unexpectedly one of the best weekends I've had in a very yes. long time. Like not that we expected it to flop or anything, but it's just, we went into it not knowing, just not knowing. I think we had never done it before. Exactly. And it, it was like going into it. Like I said, we were uncomfortable and almost felt out of place, but not once did anybody validate that. It was very no. quick that the sec, like I, the second somebody was like, Oh, like, why are you here? That was actually a question we got a lot. Cause yeah, it, you know, straight up, it was a very male dominant mm -hmm. convention. Um, we were even talking to this girl, Emily, and she was saying the same thing. She was like, the, like, it's nice seeing you girls here because like I go to these things a lot, but it's all men and all the men are great. Don't get me wrong. It's not, it's not a hate men type thing, but like it was, it was kind of, I got kind of nervous when people were like, what, like, why are you here? Yeah. But then right when we just be like, oh, it's just like cards. They were like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, they were dope. interested. Yes. And it wasn't like shame. The influencers are here. Which I'm so used to. Yeah. Which I'm so fucking and used like, to. And like you totally expect, but they like, they were so like, oh, that's so dope to see like a whole other side of it. Yeah. And when we explained that like, cause everyone we met had some form of like magic or cardistry oh or sleight God. of hand background. It was the coolest thing. It was the coolest fucking thing. But when we would be like, oh, we just play. They'd be like, <laughs> fucking dope. And right? like, for us to sit down and us to be able to like teach them games. Right. <laughs> like we have something to bring to the table too, mm -hmm. but it was, I think it was unexpected and they didn't think that like, I don't know. It was cool to have those like two very different sides of it kind of merge together. Yeah. We, we learned so much too. Like mm -hmm. we even learned very, you know, step one cardistry things that I, you know, would have blown my mind a week before, but now that I learned it, I'm like, Oh, this is actually like kind of easy. But like we, we've learned things like that. And I mean, let's, let's go back to the magic we saw. I'm sure even if you're not a card person, everybody fucking loves magic. Come on. Don't be, don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen. 
we we saw so many cool tricks there was one that alex saw and i'm so bummed i wasn't there Me with you i literally ran out of the room i was like i have to find Kristen. no you i, I ran was up like, to you i was sitting in the corner like eating my sandwich like there was a one time alex and i like worked together during the weekend and she was like out of breath oh my god it's the craziest thing just happened i'm thinking like someone levitated someone <laughs> levitated what's Damn going near. on pretty much and i mean take it away okay. it, was, it was so fucking crazy so i'm sitting in like the nft exhibition and um someone's kind of like walking around and he comes up to me and we're just talking a little bit about like why we're here what we do and he's like at this point when he like walked up to me i had my phone in my hand and he was like oh i'm a um I'm a magician and a mentalist. And I was like, oh, okay. So I like lock my phone. I like put my phone down because I want to like engage in this. I was like, all right, let's see it. Can I, uh, I just want to shout how shout out yes, his Instagram absolutely. real quick. Daniel Nicholas magic. That's his Instagram. Um, no like spaces or anything. Obviously it's a handle. Uh, but yeah, that's him. If you want to check out his other work too. He's so fucking cool. Amazing. Um, so he, I like lock my phone and I put my phone down and he was like, wait a minute actually take your phone back out. And I was like, okay. So I unlock my phone. He tells me to go to my contact list. And he was like, is this, do you have like a contact list? Is, is it, is it like pretty thick? Like you got a lot of people in there. Right. And I was like, yeah, like I've had the same phone number since I was 10. I've had the same contact list. Like everything's always transferred over. It's a, I, there, I have people in here who I don't even probably know. Yep. Um, so he was like, okay, just give it a quick scroll through. So I'm like scrolling through and then he's like, actually, let me hold it. So he like grabs my phone and if, if you can pop over to visual so you can like get the full story, but he like holds my phone upside down. Screen facing the floor. Screen facing the floor so he can't see it. And he tells me to like, here you do it. He tells me to like use my finger and like scroll up and down on the phone. Like we both can't see it. And wherever it lands, he's like, okay. So you can like pull your finger away. I'm going to lock the phone. And I'm going to hand the phone to you without looking and where you're going to unlock it. And the contact name at the top of the list, I want you to just like think about that person. And <laughs> um, so I open it. And at the very, very top of all people is Leanna. And if you like, don't know, Leanna is, I mean, we've talked about her a million times on this podcast, but she is our best friend. We used to live with her in LA. So it was really funny that like, of out of all, all people, these people, it's your best friend. Right. And he pointed that out. He was like, okay, I feel like this person is pretty close to you. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, think of the first letter of the name. And I'm thinking of the first letter. And he had pointed out, he was like, I think it's a girl. I'm getting girl energy, like feminine energy. I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. So he has me go like letter by letter. I have the first letter and he was like, okay, I'm feeling an L. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's an L. And already there, like done. The trick could have been done. I would have been like, whoa, how'd you know? How'd you know? <laughs> um, and then he has me pick a letter in like the middle of the name. So I'm, I, in my head, I'm like, I'm thinking of the N, but at that moment, someone had like kind of like walked up and like interrupted our conversation and in that like split second, I switched from the N to the A in my head. And he like acknowledged the person and then like came back to me and was like, okay, I feel like you like jumped around a little bit. I wanted to say an N, but then like you moved to a vowel, right? And I was like, he could like see in my face that I, that I confirmed. Right. And he was like, you jumped to an A, L, A, Leanna, right? It was it Leanna on the top of your phone. 
And I was like, and first of all, he pronounced her name right. Right. People always say Liana because it's one N, L-I-A-N-A. Right. So he goes, yeah, it's it's Liana. You're close to her, right? Like you guys are, you guys are close. And I was like, yeah, actually I, f- I saw her for the first time last night in months because we used to live together and we moved apart. And it's, that's fucking crazy. Like, how did you get that? And of course she's like, magician never shows her secrets. Uh, and then as I'm like, like processing it and like running out of the room to go find you. He was like, wait, does she like do karaoke or something? Like I'm getting, getting singing. Uh, if you don't know, Leanna's a fucking, like She's a most, singer. one of the most amazing singers. Yes. And she does sing. So the fact that he like got that and I love when it's not so spot on. Like I love how he said karaoke because yes. he probably like in his said in his head or however he like channels his, mentalist powers he probably <laughs> saw like her just singing and right. like the average person would be like ah oh, karaoke. karaoke or yeah. something yeah so it was like even more confirming <sighs> it was a fucking crazy the whole thing it, it blows my mind I, i'm still like i want to hit him up and be like how like how actually right he did one on me too where it was like a very like generic pick a card any card type thing and I picked it and I put it back in a certain place and he shuffled it. it. Like it did just like a normal kind of mix up of what my card was. And it was the 10 of hearts, I believe. And um, I actually have a screenshot, but he was like, all right, go on your phone and go to my Instagram. But unfortunately the service was really bad. So like I couldn't go to his Instagram, but then he was able to go on his Instagram on his phone and his bio, he just like shows his phone to me with his page. And his bio said, today I'll meet a lady in a green jacket, which by the way, I was wearing a green blazer, whom with all the free choice in the world will still end up naming the 10 of spades. Okay. Sorry. It was the 10 of spades, not the 10 of hearts, but his fucking bio said what I'm wearing and said what card I had. And a lot of their tricks that they do, especially him, I noticed, you probably noticed too, when you would like pick a card, he would say like, are you sure? Like you could change the card if you want. Yeah, yes. And like the fact that he gives you, I don't don't know how do they fucking do it. I don't, there was another one after, so we were, we had just finished playing Nerds and we got up and we walked to another room and he did another trick on me and it was, it was another kind of pick a card, put it back, whatever. And he like, goes is this your card and I was like no and he was like okay well check your pocket and the my fucking card was in my pocket what do you mean guys there's 52 goddamn cards in the deck did you notice I think it's the one I have a video of right so did you notice it was like it it wasn't like he could have slipped it in your butt pocket because first of all it was tight because it was in between your phone and your pocket yes I know it was like on my screen and like he didn't he didn't touch my he pocket. He didn't touch you. He was in front of me, if anything. And then like you were to the like, side. Like you would have seen. We were, it, we literally, it was right after we played Nerds. You would have seen somebody walk up yeah. behind me. No, it's, it's quite literally wizardry. It, he's a wizard. Like there's no other explanation <laughs> for it. no other explanation. Like I know there's some tricks that are like illusion and the sleight of hand and you know, all that. But some of the shit we saw that weekend, I'm like. Pure magic. This is. Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. We are. <laughs> we landed in Hogwarts well, this, this weekend. Is, Hogwarts <laughs> has an Irvine location. <laughs> we should also say that, and even the magicians pointed this out. They love hearing how people try and retell magic tricks. <laughs> so yeah, if if this isn't, it, it's kind of it kind of is like 
You should have sent. You should have been you there. You had to be there. You had to be there. But like really try. Like I hope we're explaining this right. Either way, we have to tell you. It's like when you have a crazy dream, you have to you tell have to somebody. Get it out. Even though you don't know how to explain it, I still have to tell you. <laughs> okay. So the, uh, oh, big stretch link. The other trick we saw, um, it was done to me and Rick Smith Jr. is his name. He's, he's actually a professional card thrower too which he broke a world record while we were there like threw some wild ass cards around alex and like damn near sliced her head off yeah and then she like <laughs> threw an apple in the air and he like fucking cut the apple what do you mean anyway he's also a magician and he told me to go to google and just search anything so, and like absolutely anything and in my head i'm like okay i'm I'm gonna get him like i'm gonna search something so random like i'm not just gonna search like cats or like football teams like just something that who would who would know that and he's like uh but he I, like i loved his delivery because at the same time he was kind of still talking to somebody else but he just like looked over at me he's like hey search something real quick yeah blah, blah 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 keeps going on with the person he's talking to and then i like turn around i'm like probably at least 10 yards away from him and i searched exotic fruits <laughs> right great one super off the wall so off the wall who's gonna like i i put an adjective in there like i i don't know it just came in my head um and it like popped in my head too so again i'm away from him like he can't see my phone he didn't even touch my phone he was he was you had walked ahead of us and i saw he was like had a whole other conversation going with someone else exactly and i i've got it i was like okay i got it he's like okay hold on like he like was finishing his conversation and at it was at the same point where kind of the whole crowd was all leaving because it was the end of the night so we're kind of get rushed getting rushed out by like staff and whatnot and he just shouts he's like what's up with exotic fruits <laughs> like how did you just how did you do that also so we had dinner with um one of the like bicycle execs the last night that we were there and he had, was telling us that like rick did the same trick to him oh yeah and um what he had googled was baby girl names because his wife was pregnant and they were deciding on names and he didn't like no one knew that his wife was pregnant yeah because rick was like are you, you're expecting a kid right and he he told us while he was telling us that this happened to him he's like at this point only my wife and our parents knew none of my friends knew i was having a kid like we had not announced that we were having a baby yep and he was like are you, are you expecting a girl did you google baby girl names and then he was like is it is it avery and they had decided on Avery literally two days before and told no one. Yep. How? How? Wizard. That's how. You psychic. Oh, my God. There was another one. Are you sick of this yet? Because this is <laughs> probably what the whole episode's going to be. There was another one after that that Chris did. Chris Ramsey. You might know him on YouTube. He does, like, puzzles, escape rooms, escape rooms puzzles. card tricks, just, like, stuff like that. He's really cool. And he did one on me where he was like all right give me one because i had like all my rings on he's like give me one of your rings like one that means a lot to you so i'm actually still wearing it right now it's on my middle finger it's a gold band my it's my grandma's it was something i like after she passed away i pulled out of her um jewelry box and like my grandpa was like you should take that like, it really means a lot to me and so i was like here you go he's like what does it mean and i told him and he was like all right and just wizard does something 
it disappears out of his hands. I was like, whoa, <laughs> but where did it go? Like, I need my ring back. Like, what if, what, like, what? A lot of their tricks are so, like, cut in half where they would, like, do something and then, like, four minutes later, the crescendo hits. Yes, exactly. So, like, it was cool that it disappeared, but I'm like, it's got to come back. What are you like, going to do? I need step two here, babe. So, he pulls his his wallet out and he was like what's this and alex and i were like a wallet and he was like yes <laughs> what do you think's in it what do you think's inside and we were like my ring and he was like that'd be really cool but no and he pulls out a mini wallet inside <laughs> his wallet and we were like whoa and he's like what do you think's in this i said my ring he goes no it's a handkerchief but what color do you think it is and alex and i go red literally same time immediately i don't even think i processed the question red just quite literally like fell out of my mouth right red he's like oh wow like yes it is he pulls it out and he unravels the handkerchief and my fucking rings in it you guys inside the wrapped up handkerchief handkerchief not the point <laughs> <laughs> that's the trick inside the mini wallet which is inside the medium-sized wallet which is inside the regular size wallet it, which is all within in his like, pocket which is in his pocket all within five minutes that this happened Le- i watched it come out of your finger yes i and he like he like touched it like he held it and then it, he did something with his hands it and it it disappeared i don't know it's i got it back but what the hell it's <laughs> so crazy it's so crazy it's so crazy so Next time, I don't know where CardCon's going to be. I don't know when it's going to be, but they are doing a CardCon next year. If yes. you're, if it's in your area, just fucking go because it's the coolest thing it's ever. It's the coolest thing ever. It's, it's the coolest thing ever. Like, even if you're not into cars, I don't know. Just go. You will be entertained. You will learn so much. The, uh, Richard Turner was there, which is like OG magi- magician. He has a movie on Netflix called Delt, mm-hmm. and he like totally kind of used the movie as like part of a show like Dell turned into an acronym and just he was so fucking cool that will also be in my vlog Alex and I actually went on stage with him and we were his two assistants and oh, it was, it was like, so cool on we didn't mention on top of this he's blind yes so for him to do this like crazy cardistry inside of hand without one of like the most important senses to do it right it's so it's brilliant it's it's so cool but Please go. I don't know when it's going to be next year, but we're going to be there regardless. I plan on going to this every year for the rest of my oh, life. No, we're grandfathered in. No, yeah. I, I sure <laughs> hope. I sure hope. No, we're going to be there for the rest of our lives. And uh, yeah, I also want to thank you guys one more time for even making this possible. I don't, I, we wouldn't have connected with these people, these lifelock, lifelock, lifelong friends, if it weren't for not only your support, but you guys kind of opening this channel to bicycle. Yeah for us and just we will repay you trust us we will repay you one day but um thank you and it was like the best weekend ever and e, i just think about it for the rest of my life yeah i i just i'm still on a high it feels like when you come home from like a festival and like yeah. you keep like looking through the pictures and like listening to the certain uh sets that you really liked like that's what it feels like being home from cardcon yep i will say we got some mighty headaches by oh the my last God, yeah. day no our brains hurt from the magic it was from like just my brain wanting to understand everything that was happening in front of my eyes but it 
just never got an answer. It's like when you're trying to think about a concept and you're like almost there and you're like orbiting around the answer, if you will, and like trying to really pinpoint how to explain or like how to wrap your head around something, but all fucking weekend. Yes. Like four days on end. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Song of the day, what we're wearing. We're very cozy right now. If you're on audio, we have blankets. I'm wearing socks, sweats, a hoodie, and a beanie. It's cold outside. This just in, it gets cold in New York, guys. It gets hecka cold. If you didn't know, there's a winter here. It might snow. (laughs) It's probably, we probably still got like two months. I was going to say, yeah, maybe like end of November. I don't know. Is there a white Thanksgiving? I don't think so. That's just. Doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Well, no, because the Thanksgiving Day Parade. It snows. I think, I want to say. I don't think I've ever actually watched the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh my God, you haven't? Do you know what it is? It's just big floats and they're all sponsored. But like ginormous floats. Who was telling us that, oh, our friend Devin out here, who lives out here was telling us it's really fun to go to Central Park the night before and watch them blow up the balloons. Oh, we're doing that. Yeah. So we can go the night before. We'll lay out a blanket like it's super cozy. We'll bring some weed, some like some snacks. Alex. We'll, oh, sorry. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> Alex does drugs. Anyway. <laughs> We'll sit out in the park, get super cozy, and we'll watch them blow up the oh big things. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's going to be the best part. Yeah. I because care it, about that more than the parade. It goes, it like lines up the west side and it goes north up along the park. I think a little bit more towards the water, but oh. it is on, it's on the west side. Going I didn't know it went north. north. Yeah. I thought it'd come down here. Like, no, because I think it starts at Macy's and goes up. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. They should end at Macy's, right? I don't know. It's not like a little square, like that big. Not the point. Not the point. Literally, but we'll talk about this we later. Should, we should go watch it. Yeah, um, that's cool. That'd be fun. Why um, did we bring this up? Oh, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold so, yeah, outside. It's, I, think, I think it's cold on Thanksgiving and snowy. I don't know. Who fucking knows? So what are you wearing? What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm wearing a red uh, sweatshirt from Walmart. And this is my... Um, these are my okay socks. They have like little embroidery. Oh yeah, hand things yep. on them. And oh, this beanie. You got this from Etsy. Yeah. Do you remember the name of it? No. This is. It's like has embroidery on it as well. Little flowers. I feel like a um. I feel like a few things. I feel like a uh. A. This is very like a uh, granola. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> a Carhartt brown beanie with embroidered pastel flowers on it. Yeah, very, very, very granola, granola right now. But also, I feel like, um, who? what's her name from uh, Recess? Oh, my God. You do look like her. Yeah, Spinelli. Oh, my God. This is quite literally. Maybe I should do Spinelli for Halloween. You, you wanted to do that one year, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, but my hair wasn't short enough. That's really easy. That's I could literally wear this in like a leather jacket. That's perfect. You should be Spinelli. Sick. I'm going to be Spinelli, Like guys. if one of your costumes, Oh, I need to get the tights. If it like falls through, like this is a really good fallback. fallback. Such a good fallback. That's okay. perfect. Word. Um, I, we kind of look like blood and crip right now. Oh my God. We do not stand for either though. Why do I feel like I would be a blood and you for sure would be a crip? No, I was thinking <laughs> that and I didn't want to say it because like we don't need to talk about it, but like. Oh no, yeah, this. You're right. Yeah. 
I'm wearing my purple shroom socks and then my New York Knicks sweats that I wear all the time because they're so fucking comfortable, you guys. We got to go to a Knicks game. I know. There's one on Tuesday, I think. I'd love to go. How do we get tickets? Playing by Here, ready? We'll do, we'll do what we did with Bicycle. Ooh, yeah. So those of you who are listening, go spam the New York <laughs> Knicks and let them know. Could you imagine? Let them know we have We're sweats. Big fans. Big fans. But you don't know. I look like the biggest Knicks fan right now. I'm wearing a cobalt blue hoodie from Duke. Didn't even go to Duke. Every time I wear this hoodie, you guys... There's somebody yeah, on the street that's like, hey, yeah, it's Duke. Like, it's like the Jeep community. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or BMW. The, every time I used to drive past other BMWs, my BMW, they'd be like, the head nod. The head nod. I get that when I wear this and I'm like, don't get it twisted. I would have never gotten to Duke. Um, and then I'm wearing a beanie. It's highlighter orange and it's from Liquid Death. My song of the day is going to be from the very obvious answer here. Taylor's new album. I will say I'm not like the biggest Taylor Swift fan. Not that I dislike her, but I just, I don't want to highlight myself as like uh, a Swifty. A Swifty. Because I know that's a very large community that I just know nothing about. But I surprisingly really like this album. I usually like just a few songs from her albums, but this album overall is really cool. I think big credit to Jack Antonoff too. He's like such an incredible producer. And honestly, he produces all my favorite artists artists he's music. incredible i think i might just be a fan of him <laughs> probably rather than my artist but um i loved the you gotta listen to it you, you haven't heard anything um i've heard like bits and pieces on tiktok and stuff but no i haven't listened through the album i will i'll lay in bed tonight and like listen through it there's kind of like a electric electric very jack antonoff right but he's but like taylor allowed it on the album mm. like he's done it on lord like melodrama has that really like like that type of like right but I, you just never think taylor would allow that on her album and there's there's the deep voice and like the bass and like it, it's it's a mix of like her really comforting fall girl aesthetic but it has like some modern kind of like depth to it and i hear a lot of songs are very like Oh, I know what this is about. I mean, I feel like that's arguably all her songs. I feel like everybody They're finds super meaning, straightforward. But who knows? I mean, I, I I like to think about the meanings of songs of my favorite artists too, but I will never say I know the meaning of a song unless they said in an interview what it's about. Right. Because like, who are we to give that definition to? Um, my song of the day though is going to be Bigger Than the Whole Sky. This is from this 3 a.m. edition of the album. And uh, it's just, it's beautiful. It's really pretty. I actually, I sent it to Leanna and I was like, you need to cover this. Like it's, it's such a beautiful song. I know there's several different meanings that people have drawn from it. Um, one actually being a miscarriage. Oh, it, wow. It's like um, talking about like what you could have been, should have been. Oh. But again, I, I like saw an article about it and it was like Taylor never said that that's what that what it's about but she's also said like she loves and people put their own meaning right and songs. I bet like so I mean so many people can relate to that absolutely which made it even more beautiful but um yeah it's really pretty I would say go listen to it but I'm sure everybody here probably already has it's the f biggest album right now it. there you go <laughs> this, is, this one's for you um okay I'm kind of like going back a little bit because I haven't added usually like I add new songs a lot yeah a lot but um if i haven't done this song yet i'll do pretty life by 
uh, Terrell Morris and Free and Losh. Free and Losh? Yeah, it's like a, um, I don't know. Did you also see that What's His Name dropped something new? Gold Link? No. Finally. I did just see, I think Jeremiah just dropped something too. Hey. Ooh, and her and Anderson Pack. Oh my God. Oh my I God. have not There's listened to that. so many good mo- movies. What? <laughs> uh, music out right now. Straight up, we just quite literally came up with what we're talking about on today's episode. We had a whole other idea, but we like looked at each other and we're like, doesn't feel right right now. Doesn't feel right. That, that's all our episodes. We say this all the time. Like we, we can think of it. We have a million ideas. Seriously, you should see our notes. Like we have a kajillion ideas, but it's, it, we really do only like to talk about what's like relevant in our head right now. So here it is. Um, it was, uh, we got to, we got to Irvine Sunday night. CardCon didn't start till Monday. So Sunday night, we literally hadn't even like met anybody. We were just at the hotel, got there. We both like finished some work for that day and, um, just like chilled. And we went down to, this like outdoor area at the hotel it was actually really cool. It had like a big chess board. You guys ever seen those like giant chess giant. board, giant chess pieces. Like it, it was a vibe. And, uh, I went down there and we just like smoked and, uh, kind of got into like a deep conversation, which isn't shocking for us, but it was, it did kind of come out of nowhere. Like I, yeah. I feel like I really had to get that off my chest and I didn't even know it. Yep. It was one of those moments. Uh, I'll spare the details. Cause I think I'm still working through a lot mentally myself, but I've been feeling a little defeated in the love department and I haven't felt defeated in the love department in a, in years, in yeah. years. I had like, you're such a relationship person. Right. And I'm usually like, Oh, it'll come when it's supposed to. And like, I still fucking believe that. Like I'm, this isn't an episode of like, I'm not going to like cry or anything. Like I'm, I'm okay. I'm not like heartbroken. It's, it's more just like something I'm, experiencing on my love journey right now that I figured why don't we talk about on feels the like podcast. a block yeah it feels I like a little bit of a block too. we all miss certain things from past relationships doesn't mean you want the person back but you miss that that thing that you kind of feel like you can only have with that person do you guys know what I mean like think of something you have with it doesn't even have to be like someone you were in a relationship with even just something you really liked about a connection you've had before that you miss and I'm experiencing that right now in a few ways because I miss certain parts of a past connection and it's I hope this makes sense I it's hard for me before this conversation with Alex it was very hard for me to see what I'm missing as a bullet point in itself and not the person yeah I think can it's very kind of explain it how you explained it to me because it helped right it's um it's very easy to attribute these feelings if you will like for example something that like me and my ex had that I will always like cherish let's do like a surface level one for sure um, I feel like it's the best way to get this across we we're so good at our inside jokes. Love it. Like we, me and him really did like speak a different language. I could even like sit here and cry about it because I love like feels good. It feels so good. We had our own language in our inside jokes for years. Like we dated for almost four, four ish years. And we really like, we could be sitting in a room and like 
someone would say something and we'd like look over at each other and be thinking of the same inside yes. joke. Yes. Yes. And yes, we didn't yes. have to say it out loud. And it was something like so special in a relationship that it really brought out. Like if we were ever mad at each other or in a fight or just like irritated, it was one thing that like we could continuously do and it would kind of bring us out of a slump. Right. Even just for a second. Yep. And I remember getting out of that relationship, having that same feeling of defeat that you had thinking like, that was so special. I've never experienced it with anyone else. Not even you, like not even it. It was so special. How am I ever going to find someone again who gives me that same feeling? Mm -hmm. And it took me years and it's still taking me years of work to really like separate that feeling and taking that power, if you will, away from him specifically yes. and that relationship. Because looking back at it, I think I really, I did give it, give him that power. Getting out of the relationship, going on my first dates, I remember thinking like, wow, I don't even see, there's no way I could have that same banter with someone else. Yeah. And it's like, did I make the mistake of not like working on this relationship more oh, wow. because of something so like minuscule and there's and this is just like one little feeling of a relationship we all have this like it's all a big puzzle relationships right like the good the bad the little bit of toxic the these little like pinpoints of like highlighted moments highlighted moments of this relationship and I remember thinking like how am I ever going to find something that has this same puzzle or like that completes the same puzzle? And like, did I not, did I lose that? Because now I don't have this relationship and I can't put the puzzle pieces back together. Like I'll never have those same puzzle pieces. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And it took me a really long time to really separate that feeling, that gut feeling from him and I think even though I may not have a relationship where specifically like our inside jokes aren't as like telepathic as I'd want them to be, I think I can still, it's, it's not the telepathic inside joke. It's the feeling that it gave me. And it yes. took me so long to separate like equation equation. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's, it's that I'm realizing right now, like I'm at a point in whatever journey the fuck I'm on where I want those feelings again, but then my pride's like, no, 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 you don't want that person. And I'm like, I don't want that person, but I do want those feelings. And I'm after this conversation this past weekend, I'm, I'm like learning. And this might be a no shit thing to a lot of people listening, but just like, give me my if, time. <laughs> no, but like it, like I said, I worked on it for years trying to separate that. It's just like, even saying it out loud, I feel like it's a no shit thing. So I'm feeling kind of stupid right now, but please don't because it's really, it, it, it's just like, it's hard for me to, to separate the person and the feeling. And I like you, you the word power is really great. I really am giving that person this power and thinking I'm not ever going to feel it again unless it's with this person. And it's interesting when you said like, you're like, did I make the right decision? It kind of sends you into this spiral. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've definitely have felt that before, but where I'm at right now, I don't think I feel that. But the second part of my defeat here is 
that I thought I found it. Mm. I thought like, I thought I found my you person. Because you got the feeling again. Because I got the feeling again. And I was like, fuck yeah, like this is it. But there's also so many things we're not connecting on. Mm-hmm. And I feel defeated because I'm like, what the hell? Like I really put myself out there and like nurtured this thing. But like, it's just not working. It's just not working. Like, and I, for so long I was like, oh, it's cause I moved. Oh, it's cause we don't live near each other. But no, like I, I'm really starting to realize it's like bigger problems that aren't clicking and it's discouraging. I, a big part of that conversation that like really struck me was that you kept saying you needed to open yourself up more. Yeah. And I just don't think that's it. I think you're so like your heart is very open. You you're I, you I don't even, feel like you, it. I know because I think you I think this feeling is so tied to this one connection and you I mean you've gone on like a couple dates since then and like you are trying to I think you're trying to find that same feeling in other people yeah but it's it's just uh, how do like how do we this is one of those things where like you really gotta like wrap your brain around it have a headache um it's not you it's it's just you're not gonna have that same click with someone else but that feeling you can find in other people it's it's not I it's not you not being open does that make sense for sure, because like, I just don't want you to feel defeated because of you. I just feel blocked and feel not open because when I do put myself out there, it just keeps like not working. Mm-hmm. And like, that's so discouraging. Like, it's even like a kid, like you're like, you know, like make the bullseye and they keep missing and they're getting frustrated. Like I almost feel that right now with like my love. Yeah. I almost feel that. And like almost one thing that this like tying these feelings to the specific people to these specific people does is it sets a standard. And I think when other like situations don't meet that standard, it's a wash. Like we're like, we Uh, this isn't it and we back up but like we could get that feeling in other ways with different people and when we when we amount other connections to this amazing connection that we've had before and it doesn't like quite meet that standard head on that's when we get discouraged yes but there's also like I don't even know how to put it in words Anybody I've had a successful connection and or relationship with, they all have like a similar mm. aha moment in my book that I like I could recall for all of them. It's not it's like frustrating to not find that again. I don't know. I th- again, this is not like a pity of an episode. Like I'm not sad. I'm literally fine. It kind of just clicked for me, though. I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm realizing the types of connections you can have. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I want the marriage of all these connections in one person. That's the obviously full the package. It's the fucking the puzzle goal. piece. That's what I, yeah. Yes, the exactly. The package, but whatever, like whatever it is in your brain, of course that's what we want. That's like what we've been taught. And I'm realizing that there's emotional connections and people like you really feel like a soul contract with and, you know, trust deeply, you feel safe with them and 
that those are all very big standards of mine and they, I hope they are for everybody too I safety is especially like just you know what I mean the person that you're just like you could sit there forever with and like talk about anything and like get deep get shallow like you could just do it all and then there's also people that connect with your lifestyle it's a little bit more shallow the the connections that like you can talk about work stuff and they'll know what you mean because they're either in a similar field or, you know, they just understand what you're saying or can relate to your lifestyle. Like the type of things you like to do. The more like side of work. Real, realistic, like a logical side of it. Right? right. Yeah, for sure. And I always, how I just fully poke myself in the eye. <laughs> I, I'd say like after my last big relationship, I was on the hunt for that emotional connection because I realized mm -hmm. as we always do after a breakup, you kind of look back and I realized like, sure, like we obviously emotionally connected, but not that much. I think on a human level, like how you are spiritually, your yeah. like core beliefs, your morals, wasn't as like lined up exactly with your ex and exactly. like those are those those deeper things like deeper rooted um standards that we have yep and I'm not putting that person down I mean if I didn't go through that I don't I know I wouldn't be where I'm at right, right. now like well and that's that's the thing like I think at the start of your guys's relationship you were closer in that way but yep. you have just grown exponentially as a human right and like have you've been on your own like spiritual journey and like finding yourself and started therapy and everything and I think you have just like outgrown that right thank you um that, that's exactly it though it, I think like right after that breakup I was like whoa like I I need something deeper I want something deeper I'm excited for something deeper and then after that like a year or so after that, I connected with somebody on that deeper level and I was so pumped and like, you're like, this is it. I'm like, this is it. This is the, like, thank you universe. This is exactly what I meant. Somebody that I can back to what you're saying, look at them and like not say anything, but know what each other's saying in your head. But there's always a, but what I'm realizing is that's not all it takes. Mm -hmm. I'm forgetting the other side I won't say other half because there's a kajillion perspectives of a relationship per your standards but this other half for me at least that's more that shallow stuff like I said the lifestyle the job the day-to-day -day you want to be able to like come home from a come home if you will from like a shitty day of work and be like ugh. This is what I went through. And you really want them to like, not just sit there and listen, but like understand. Yes, that's exactly it. I think it's, I'm now craving an intellectual co connection mm. with somebody. Mm -hmm. So now I've nailed three, right? Shallow things like day-to-day -day shit, emotional, spiritual shit, and then now intellectual shit. Yep. Those are like my big three right now. Your big three. My big three. <laughs> And the, and when I say intellectual, I'm not saying I'm over here, big brains, brainiac, nobody's as smart as me. Fuck no. I'm honestly an idiot 80% of the time. Like, don't <laughs> get it twisted. Not. I'm not like putting myself up on a pedestal, anything like that. It's truly just about finding somebody that can have your level of intellectual conversations with you, whatever that may look like. It could be 
as shallow or as deep as you want. Is this making sense? I fucking up. So if not, literally it's totally making sense. Pause this and unsubscribe. <laughs> don't do that. I love that I said pause before, as if you like can't unsubscribe <laughs> if it's still playing. Please, actually, don't. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, this this en- intellectual connection is like so important to me now, and I think after the this CardCon weekend, after our conversation, after connecting with people over this weekend I'm like like I feel like I like like leveled up and like learned something new about my player yeah like I I have a new standard right and I'm gonna go back to the the puzzle piece thing like those are three big chunks of your puzzle yes and like my my shallow inside joke one was a piece of my puzzle yeah and it really is I think we're when we're in relationships with one person, we focus on this one piece of the puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, you have given me this one piece of the puzzle. When we move on to like other situations, it's hard to like either disconnect from that or start to like build this other puzzle with different people. And it's, I think that is the relationship block that I think you and I both go through. Yeah. Um, it's cool to see later on when you're going through this journey how we could like separate all of this and really build like build this standards list of different things we want to see in this whole picture right but do you ever feel like you'll have to drop some things off that list yes yeah yeah because I don't think there's someone with 100% of what you want no I don't no but it's cool that you're at the point where you can say like your big three. Sure. Right. It's, For sure. And I think it's important to hit at least like a few really big things that matter those to core you. Ones. Those core ones. And it's, it's all about defining those, right? Like you, it's taken you a lot of frustration and working through it and like years of these connections with people to figure out your three big pieces. Yeah. And it, that's all it takes. Because I think we're we're discouraged when we like don't even know what we want. Yeah. That's the big thing. That's what that's what this weekend was. Mm-hmm. I was like, something's missing. What is it? And I figured it out like right away. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it was one of those big conversations where like the universe is that like my spirit guides were actually like listening to me and yeah. they were like It's right in front of you. We're gonna show you. Like this is what you mean, right? And I'm like, Yes, that's yep. what I mean. I'm just gonna say I feel like this is one of those episodes that I don't even know what they're gonna be once I edit this. Like, we're very am I much making sense to me. You are, but because you know, I'm. It's because I'm not saying a lot of personal details of discoveries this weekend. That's why. Yeah, because I don't want to. And I think, but like, like, I still wanted to get this message through. Yeah, and I, I, I hope you guys could, like sit here and hash this out with us and relate to this on some level because I think we could all take something from this. Yeah. And learns, I mean, even just like me clicking in my head that I need to, to really pinpoint my big pieces that I want to see in a relationship was like an aha moment. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. You guys are going to be the judge of that. One thing that I've noticed kind of like dating around these past few years is and this is like a surface level one one of my standards is you have to be passionate about music um I have this friend in the bay who we connect very much on music we just like send music back and forth to each other and this there's been a few people in my past where that's been our relationship too 
where like whenever we're thinking of each other, we send a song or when something comes up um, that we're going through and like we want to share, we want to like verbalize it to each other. We communicate via song. Right. Like listen to these lyrics type thing. Right. And this has happened with a few people in my life. And I've realized that something that gives me that like gut feeling and it gives me like it tugs at one of my heartstrings. Yeah. And I've noticed that like I love this so much and it's come up a few times in like past flings or relationships or whatever that like I really want my person to be passionate about music like I am. That's that's a big one because obviously I love music, but like that's not a standard for me. No, that's so weird to think about. Of course I love it, and I've had things like that with people that like, like there was one guy we used to like literally pick one song each day and send it to each other. Like yeah. it was something we did, and of course I appreciated it, but it it wasn't an aha moment for me. It wasn't it, like a I need this. Yeah, it's such like sitting back and thinking about like picturing my person if he if he isn't passionate about music fuck him (laughs) off with his head off with his head (laughs) i just couldn't like it makes me so giddy and it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside that like if he isn't able to relate to that in any kind of way or even um understand it or acknowledge it in the way that like it makes me feel good and as a person as a whole human being you're not my person yeah and it, it did take me like zooming out and thinking if he doesn't have that, there's no way. There's no way we can connect. Right. That's too big of a chunk to be missing. You'll exactly. connect on other things, but sure. it's finding the the big ones that are like a n- non-negotiable. Yep. I feel like mine, one of mine is um, I pretty much just want this person to be open minded, but also like give it back because there's a difference of being like open-minded and being like a great listener which is still an amazing quality exactly yeah but I need you to like have you thought about this oh I believe this like I want to challenge your beliefs I yes I want to fucking debate yeah that's the areas in me I want to debate and I want to like learn something new every conversation we have and like I just want to be able to I like to talk about like really really big topics that like Sometimes I talk about in my head and I'm like, I'm not even supposed to be thinking about this in this life. Is that making sense? Totally. Like, uh, one connection that I had, speaking of things that you shouldn't be thinking about. Um, murder. No, literally like my intrusive thoughts. Oh yeah, love those. And uh, I went through a phase where that was something with my ex that like, I almost felt like I couldn't talk about it just because Whoa. like he You'd be like, are you, are you serious? Are you right. good? And yes. it's like, yes, I'm fine, but I'm going to jump off the building. No. I'm just thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. Right. Yes. So like it's it's those little like connection That is things. a big one. Yeah. The intrusive thoughts, like being able to be like, yo, this just popped in my head, but not being like embarrassed to tell them that it just popped in your head. Yep. Another standard that I've had that's evolved over the years is um, I used to think like this is probably... It was like two years ago. I used to think I like needed somebody that had or has childhood trauma and like could really understand where I'm coming from. And I, as much as I still think that's valuable in my connection around that time, I connected with somebody who actually had a really good childhood and really close-knit family like loves his family and 
they're all super close, whatever, like something that I just like never understood. And I remember when I learned that about him, I kind of like in my head was like, how am I having this connection with this person when we don't relate on such like a deep core level? Like how, how is he ever going to understand any story I ever tell him about my family? And within our connection, I did tell him some things and his reactions were definitely shocked, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like, what the fuck? Can't relate. What? You're weird. Like you're crazy, (laughs) broken. Like he was like, like, tell me more. Like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And it made me realize like there, that was also a part of a connection that I need is somebody who can also just like listen and validate. Yeah. And not always have to relate. It wasn't, uh, before when you had said that you needed someone who experienced the childhood trauma, it wasn't that it was just, they need to be able to understand it. Exactly. Cause and it's they, a big part of me. So I want to make sure like they know where I'm coming from. Right. Yeah. That one I think is still something I want in a person. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I'm not saying like, Oh, you don't have trauma. I can't be with you. But like I do really really feel a different connection with someone when like they've had a little bit of a rocky past too I think we can all agree like there's some degree of relatability there that's you can't even put in words yep like you went through the same things I've been through right like there's there's like certain um reactions that I have to things that they have too because we both have that same deeper emotional like scar that Mm -hmm. makes us react that way that someone else would be like what the hell why are you reacting that way and it's like I'm reacting this way because ABC but like you wouldn't know that because you've never felt ABC yeah but like that I I still really do value that in something but it it was like it was still just such a big moment didn't necessarily change anything but it did open my eyes of like oh like don't be so stuck on your standards either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's other people c- that can show you like a different side of a standard without being so literal. Exactly. Um, Kind of on that same note is I feel like I've always been able to connect with people who have the same relationship with their parents that I do. Um, Meeting people who talk about their family and the way that like I'm able to relate to really makes me feel like comforted in a connection. Sure. Yeah. Um, kind of also on that same note, I really connect with people who have the same like social anxiety that I do. For sure. I think on a social level, I used to think I wanted like someone really shy because of this, but I think I, I think I more so want to relate to people who go into social settings the same way I see them. And it's, it is intimidating for me to like be with someone who's so like open and out outwardly themselves in social situations and like the center of attention and like, um, the, the alpha, the alpha in the room. Yeah. Um, that's, it's, I can't relate to that in who I am as a human. Alex. What? We literally. (laughs) Like I'm having, sorry to interrupt, but like the things we say, we think we can't have, we have in each other. Huh. 
Like I just said, I felt like I'll never relate to somebody with like a good childhood. <laughs> you literally had an excellent childhood. You said like you don't think you relate to somebody who like wants to be like Rah! with a group of people. I get like that. I'm not yeah. solely like that, but like I get like that. A little bit of tequila. <laughs> like, wow. What the hell? What the hell? I think, I mean, we're soulmates. Like, for, I, I mean, for sure. Like, I yeah, think but we're saying like, we don't see it in like relationships. And why would we not be able to see it in relationships if we can't see it in our friendship? Because we also both value that our relationships are friendships. Oh. So like, we're, this is us keeping us in these standards boxes. What do you mean? Um, how earlier on we said that these standards kind of like keep us in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I wish your mic was to your mouth when you said that. Did I not say that out loud? I don't, I don't know. know. Um, yeah, crazy. But sorry, that just like no, that hits. But like, still romantically or we hate each other and that's why we don't want it in relationships <laughs> in other because we're like i've had enough i do think it is a disconnect between um friendships and because like, romantic, like and romantic for sure because that's something that like i admire about you but i could never be I get and it. i think like on a romantic level and a romantic connection i i don't know but then there's also people out there who say like opposites attract and you see right. people like maybe my dad and my mom are a good good example where my mom's alpha in social situations, but my dad kind of is too. I think your dad is too. I, I don't, don't. I don't believe in opposites attract personally for like all? my shit. It's never worked for me. Interesting. I I don't know. I actually when I was in LA this past week, I was walking to the Grove with Liana. We were kind of having a similar conversation. I was telling her kind of like this just mental shit I've been going through, and I was like. I, I f like kind of what you're saying. I'm like, I feel like I've for the the longest time, I feel like I've told myself I need someone chill mm -hmm. to like chill me out. Cause I know like I could be a lot, but I think they like bore me. I think that's like the intellect. Right. Yeah. Like, I thought I needed to go like super chill, but like, no, I want someone fiery ah. just like me. And and Leanna was like, dude, I've always thought that. Like, of course, I'm not going to like tell you how to love and how to live. But she straight up said, she's like, I, I don't see it too. I, I think you need someone who's even more fiery than you. So you could still kind of sit in that chill seat that you're kind of craving. But and like, I think you need still someone to like, challenge you. I do. Mm -hmm. Like, I need like an alpha alpha. Yeah. Like, still let me have my fucking stance and like, give me the mic. And like, I still want to be like, you know head honcho too but like I still but I still want someone to be like a little bit more than me because I've also realized I need someone to bring out my feminine ah. and that's not just in like tell me I'm pretty do nice like not the literal I'm saying like the like I want to learn so much from someone else and I don't, cause like in my friendships, I feel like, like I'm always giving advice and I love it. Like, this is my shit. Like, this is why I'm on this planet. I love giving people advice. I love like making the plans and like doing all that. But I think in my love, like you want it. Yeah. Like we're saying like the romantic and the friend is so different yep. in my, in my love and my, in my romance, I want someone else to do that so that I can chill yeah. and be and like, let my feminine energy come out. And I think that's why, like, I don't want an alpha relationship because I already have that with you. Right. right. 
and like you have very like alpha mentality but like I think in my relationship I do want someone I'm I want someone to keep me calm because my head goes right. crazy not in like a like a like not in a fiery way not like, in a fire alpha way in an anxiety and control way right my brain goes crazy but I think I need someone to keep me calm those are two really big differences too yep. I've never thought about this mm -hmm. that's exactly it so we need to find twins one who's like <laughs> super yes. crazy and any twins out there but like you guys need to be polar opposites <laughs> and hot anyway. yeah Ooh, if we dated twins no I want to date brothers so bad yeah I don't know I, I this uh, I'm having a moment we're working through it we're working through it this LA trip did a lot for me yes maybe it did more for me than I'm giving it credit for I think yeah I think I think it did I think it It'll, it was a big pivotal moment in our lives yeah like it made me realize like I don't want to go back there like I don't want to live there mm -hmm. but it also like being out being uncomfortable uh, as it does sparked something as well yeah I think we could sit and talk about this and like hash this out for little hours and probably talk in circles but I don't know do you guys like relate I'm, I'm sure you do but I like so. do you guys relate to this in any way and like have you had these aha moments with people or coming out of relationships or setting new standards for yourself I don't know let us know in the comments and for patreon people same thing like what are your aha moments? Even if you're in it, I like, I would like to hear from someone who's maybe in a relationship. Yeah. And like had that aha moment getting to know your current relationship and like, this is something I can't give up. Um, yeah. Let's just like keep the, the brainstorming going. My brain is like, I'm sitting here like. It's going and it's wrapping. Like I'm. <laughs> what do I need? Like I just can't wait to watch this back when I find my person. I'm gonna be like, dumb yeah. bitch. And I think I don't know. This might be like the hopeless romantic in me, but I think there will be someone, um, in my life that it does just click, for sure. And it it is like the ah, this is it. Here it is. This is what I never knew I needed. But I've had these clicks. It's just not the full click. Yeah. So what does the full click feel like? You know, like oh, we'll get there. And, but like, is it a click? Because some people have the click and some people have a slow burn. Am uh, I, I going to be a slow burner? I kind of think I might be. Interesting. Am I ever going to have kids? I'm, I'm not patient enough for a slow burn. Should I? I want, I like so much very want to like. Oh, we talked about this. Um, like I want. Meet and Yep. I want like. I so badly like manifest love at first sight yeah and like want that instant connection with people and it doesn't even have to be like I'm gonna marry you at first sight it's just like that instant spark right and right. I've had it a handful of times and maybe that's a piece of my puzzle is that instant spark ah it's not a piece of mine <laughs> sorry big hiccup should it be like I'm like no I mean, See, this not, is why I can't talk about this. Like, <laughs> not like, okay, not no, it shouldn't be, but don't like, don't feel like your set of standards is wrong. Cause it's not. For that spark, cause the spark, we're going off like first impressions, right? Yeah. Mine's quite literally like, I want to be able to walk into a room and like see someone and be like, ah, I know there's going to be, there's going to be some kind of connection. Whether it's just like we have, we make out tonight and like have a fling. <laughs> Okay. But it, there's levels of it, you know? Now that you give it the definition, I've had that. 
like that part. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. Like I thought, I thought we were referring to like, I'm going to marry you. Oh yeah. Like that spark. I don't think I'll have that. No, but I, I've had people where I'm like, I fuck with you. Yeah. And we are going to have a conversation. Yeah. That's, I need at the very least that. Okay. Same, same. And I want like our first time we meet to like, like not just be surface level conversations. I know that sounds like a no brainer, but it happens more than the fuck you think. Like even nights we go out, it's just like surface level conversations with men. I'm like, I want to like meet you, have like a surface level conversation for like two minutes. And then like, ah. let's, let's get there. Come on. See, that doesn't matter as much to me. Oh, I, I, love I think that side of things, cause I'm very aware that like it takes more time for me to open up on that front. That's true. So I think it's important for that person to also have that same pace because if they're like you you. and they're rushing me or if they are expecting that from me right away, we're just not a match. That's it. Because if I meet, if I meet the love of your life, I'm going to know right away. Not it. Cause he's not giving me anything. And if you meet the love of my life, you're going to be like, dude, chill. Chill. This is a Chili's right? like relax. But see, I want that right away. I just want to already know off the bat if like we're going to fucking connect on that. And if we're not, I'm not going to, I'm not saying you're like, shit like I'll still like have fun with you and slow burn can happen but like it is a big like hmm moment Uh, where I'm like why can't we get there in five minutes (laughs) not five okay yeah maybe like by the end of the night I get let's say that by the end of the night of course it is and it's it that's something that's very it's always on the forefront of your brain yeah so like it that has to also be on the forefront of theirs right and that's why it comes out quicker than like you know I'm just like waiting to talk about it with somebody. Like, yeah. it's like, I'm ready. So when somebody else is ready to, I'm like, finally, hey. I need to be like super vulnerable and comfortable. And a part of me has to already be opened up for me to get there with people. Yeah. It's, it's just cause it, it's an element of my comfort too, and my vulnerability, but it's just the pace is kind of what we're talking about. The differences yeah. in pace. Cause when, when I can open up about my opinions on spirituality and all these like bigger topics that circulate in my head, that is, a, it is vulnerability, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. Bye. <laughs> I don't fucking know. This, it's okay. Like I said, we could keep this like hashing yes. sesh going on f- literally forever. Literally, and like, this is what, why we're on this planet. We'll do. We'll do a part two when we find the loves of our lives. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll post. The next time we'll post will be when we have the loves of our lives. Uh, Could you imagine it happens in a fucking week? Probably not. <laughs> I, um, I did a, um, a TikTok and it was like one of those filters and it was like. Um, oh, I think I saw it. The, by month? Yeah. By month. What what 2023 will look like. And it, I think it said October or was it August? I don't know. Like around this time next year. It said I'm going to fall in love. Hey. So we'll see. Keep you guys updated. I don't know. Most topics we go into, as like genuine as they all are, we do usually kind of have like a a like a rubric of how we're gonna bring it up and like almost structure. like a structure and like a answer ish for yeah, you guys. Like, like we like I the mean, advice lis- comes first, right? You've listened to the fucking episodes before. Like we usually have a little bit more structure. This one had zero. So <laughs> sorry if you hated it, but again, it's just our stream of consciousness. It's where we're at now. Um, I'm actually really excited. We've had a few other 
episodes like this and there's always comments that like read something back to us and they're like Kristen or Alex I think this is what you meant and I'm like yes that's it that's exactly it you guys often put our thoughts into better formed sentences than yes. we are able to so yes. like I'm excited for that for this episode specifically I think I really need that <laughs> so thanks in advance for all everything you guys help us through it's it's a great relationship we have like she said Patreon let's keep it going any examples that you have of shit like this, let's talk about it. Um, for Friday's episode, send those in as soon as possible on Patreon through messages on there. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate us five stars and leave a review. It helps us out a lot. Ugh. And um, if you are on YouTube, hello. Hi. Thank you so much. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. Like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications because YouTube is weird sometimes about sending notifications when things post if you're just subscribed. So try the bell you should be getting them in your inbox every monday at the same time but yeah love you guys so much have a good week i'm think my, about it my just, just think a little bit about it should i freeze my eggs <laughs> no yeah she brought this up before and i was like just i don't know chill for a minute like, but i don't even know if i want kids i honestly don't even know if i fucking want kids either but should i freeze them so i have the option but it's also really expensive and you have to do a crazy diet beforehand i think we're young enough still i don't think you gotta freeze your eggs you're okay You'll be fine. Unless you want to. I don't want to stop you. But but take a breather. What if I freeze <laughs> them and like. What if they do something weird with them? That's what I'm saying. They're going to clone. Oh, absolutely. There's probably a company out there who's like freeze your eggs with us. And they're making duplicates already. And people are in concern. I know it. I know it. I know there's Kinda a company out there then. making clones. No, because hello, Kristen. I know. What a nightmare. <laughs> What a nightmare. <laughs> I'm just thinking about a lot in one room at the same time. Just like, like trying to talk. Yeah. Like, oh my. That's what my head sounds like, Alex. Chill. That's what my head sounds like. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to go probably think about this some more. So I'm um, excited to hear from you guys and what you think about it. Have a good week. If my future husband's listening, I love you. See you soon. If my future husband's listening, just walk into this room and give me that, that quick Big wink. Smitchy. I want the quick wink. That's how you know? Isn't that crazy that my mom, that's my mom's true story. Exactly. My mom literally walked into an art class, saw my dad sleeping in the back of the class, looked at her friend and goes, hey, Tiff, I'm going to marry that guy. And like fully married that's him. why it's your fucking standard but how yeah. could it not be yeah like, that's I, in your blood yeah i think i have hearing that story and like knowing it's a possibility i think there's a small part of me maybe even a big subconscious part of me where i'm like if i don't have that you're not the one like it's not real because that's that's what you learned what love was from like out the womb damn near yeah so oh thanks for ruining my, my expectations God. mom and dad but well i don't know okay have a good week. Love you guys. My parents met. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode. Bye, Bye. guys. <laughs> this is really good. I promise it's good. And like you're good.